sitting in the back seat of the car, feeling the vibrations of the stereo as my mother blasts Beastie Boys sabotage on the way to the grocery store. My siblings and I are screaming our heads off as we sing along, laughing, smiling, and having the time of our lives. My family has always been big on music, and when I say music, I mean music of every kind. My mother played viola almost her whole life, and us children took various different lessons for various different instruments. Piano, drums, cello, viola, violin, you name it, we've probably played it. I grew up listening to all genres, or what my mom liked to call ABC, anything but country, with a few exceptions. Music has always been a comfort, but I always listen to what other people listen to, and I never really developed my own taste in music until high school. I used music to help me focus. It made me happy listening to it, and I felt like all my problems would melt away, but without my own playlist, I can't readily play the songs that I love and that make me feel happy. I can't listen in class during work days or when I have long nights of homework, or even those days that got me a little more down than usual, and I needed something to take my mind off of reality. In eighth grade, I decided it was about time I did something, but I had no idea where to start. So, I started taking some of my favorite songs and searching them up on YouTube. As I jammed out to those songs, I scrolled through the 10 videos it had recommended me underneath that video. If I liked the title, I would add it to my watch later list to obviously watch later. And I picked one to listen to next. I did this same thing for many hours, many times a week, with many different songs. My freshman year, I had enough songs to where I could listen to a different song each day of the year. I was so proud of myself and even happier that I had found so many good songs. Though, throughout high school, my music taste kept changing and evolving. Over time, I realized that's what makes music so great. It is so diverse and always changing. Music is a universal language, and it sounds cheesy, but because of its diversity, you don't always have to have a set style or your favorite. As long as it makes you happy, you should listen to it. Music will always be a big part of my life and is one of the most important things to me now and forever. Whether it be the Beastie Boys or Beethoven, listening to music will always put a smile on my face. What inspired you to share your story? I wanted to share some advice using what I am passionate about. My story isn't necessarily just about music. It kind of shows a lesson that can be applied to many different things in life. It's okay to not know. As long as it makes you happy, do it. What was the biggest challenge for you during this project? Um, the biggest challenge for me was 
deciding what stories I have to tell that keep people interested while still teaching a lesson. This is in part because I am so indecisive, but mostly because I know I've been through a lot in life, but when I looked at the prompts, nothing came to mind that would really fit well. It also was hard to figure out what um, I should be including and what I should leave out of the story. What is the title of your nonfiction project lit book? The title of my project lit book is The 57 Bus. Who is the author of your book? The author of The 57 Bus is Dashka Slater. Tell me about the main character's story. This is a book about Sasha, who identifies as genderqueer, and um, the other main character, Richard. Um, they lead completely different lives, but they just happen to cross paths um, as they ride a bus that runs across town. Um, as Sasha sleeps in the back of the bus, Richard decides to prank Sasha by setting their skirt on fire. Sasha gets really burned and Richard is arrested for a hate crime. And so the story goes on about Sasha's recovery and um, Richard's sentence and the views on each other after the matter and how they look at life. Was the book a mirror or a window for you, and how so? For me, this book was a window because um, I've been fortunate enough to live a life with minimal discrimination and good people around me, and just nothing super tragic has happened to me, but um, this story allows me to see the perspective and life of someone who has experienced these things and expands my knowledge of what other people may be living through. How does the author's story help build empathy and compassion? Why is this person's story important? What social topics are brought to light from your book? In the book, the author expressed the emotions of the characters with great detail and used dialogue or inner thoughts to portray what the characters felt and went through. Um, this story is 
important because it brings to light topics that are controversial and can be sensitive at times and there are topics that I feel need to be talked about more and it educates people on these topics and helps people understand a bit more what others um, go through. These topics are like discrimination based on race, gender, even talks a little bit about wealth and um, how you look and stuff like that.